Hey folks, and welcome to our brand new episode of our Creative Writing Podcast Series. This week, to celebrate Pride Month and the amazing LGBTQIA community, we're chatting about how to create positive and powerful queer representation in our stories. But before we get into it all, let's do our introductions. I'm Beth, and I'm being joined by our couth writing expert, Katia Anya. Hello. So we're just kind of going to go through a few um tips and thoughts that we have around queer representation so about like how you can create queer characters or uh, um representation in your fictional worlds whether that's fantasy or contemporary everyday modern world representation so first one is uh, avoiding stereotypical representation. So, Katiania, what do we mean by that? I think that what we mean by that is making sure that you are not creating a queer character who is what we would maybe call a token character, which mm. their identity and their character is mostly just a group of stereotypes, just to say mm-hmm. that why well, tick this box and I have a queer character in my story. And it also means that you don't want your character to be two-dimensional, by which Mm -hmm. we mean not a real person. So um, there are different stereotypes like the gay best friend, right? So Mm -hmm. like a woman has a gay best friend and he's very flamboyant and he's always saying things like, girl, you look so (laughs) fabulous. You don't, which you don't is fine, want, but... which is fine. But when your character is only those things, it's only mm-hmm. a collection of a, a certain group of stereotypes, and there's no depth to the character other than the fact that they are the gay best friend. That's yeah. when you have a problem. Yeah, I think, I and mean, I think when we say like uh, 2D flat representation as well, it's kind of like don't don't just say that they're queer or um just because you think the character you need a queer character in your story like um it's a big part of someone's identity being queer so creating a character that is also um in the lgbtqia plus community means that they're this fully rounded person and and it's not just a label that oh that might be a little part of themselves it's it makes them up who they are so yeah um yeah there's got to be a reason why they're queer and 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 being delved into that in the story is really important yeah definitely when something is a kind of a big part of your identity that will definitely shine through in your character i think um but you also don't want to make it something you don't want to go too far in that direction Mm. where everything is about the fact that they're queer because it's a queer, very fine line. It is. You just have to think about queer people are are normal people, do you know? Yeah. Like they're they're real normal people and they're going to have likes and dislikes, good qualities, bad qualities. Their queerness is going to be relevant um really relevant in some situations like dating um or maybe like family relationships it might be less relevant to something like going to the supermarket you don't have to it doesn't have to be a gay experience to go to the supermarket do you know what I mean like you have to kind of just think about how do I make this person just a real person yeah and I think it can sometimes be difficult even if you are part of the queer community it can create an uh 
queer characters as well because um your identity is say a bisexual woman i'm i'm drawing from my own experience now obviously it will be completely different to a gay man or someone questioning their gender um so it is yeah it's not a one cookie cutter um kind of situation where it just um there's one way to do it it's just it goes for any part of your writing really it's it's complex and it takes a lot of different things uh, and a lot of different strands to it so yeah put that I think that's my biggest tip I guess throughout this whole podcast is um treat it the same way you would building any other character and building any other setting um absolutely people have so many faces and dimensions to them nobody is just Mm. one thing yeah which I think is very important and also keep in mind that your character's experiences as a queer person should be unique to them as a person Mm -hmm. not a representative of this group of people so yeah beth and i are both bisexual but my experiences as a bisexual woman throughout my life have been really different than beth's because Mm -hmm. i'm a completely different person and i'm also on the asexuality spectrum which means but i have other friends who are on the asexuality spectrum but their asexuality looks a lot different than mine. One of my friends is um, gray ace and aromantic, whereas I'm married, for example. Yeah. And my friend has absolutely no interest in long-term relationships at all, let alone marriage. But we're both mm-hmm. asexual. Neither of us can be this, you know, face of asexuality because that's not how it works. The queer community is made up of all kinds of unique individuals and everybody is going to have, you know, you'll have experiences that others can relate to, like biphobia within the queer community is something that Beth and I can both really relate Mm -hmm. to. But neither of us are the face of bisexuals everywhere. That's not how representation works. And I think as well, like these little details that you put into your writing about, um, your characters it goes for anything and I think that's what makes that will is what sends like right into the next level I guess and makes it so amazing as a reader is that it's those little things that make characters so individualistic and interesting and someone who your reader will fall in love with um so yeah I think it's just a good tip for writing anyway but it's such an important tip for writing queer representation and a lot of what we're talking about here can also be applied to writing other types of marginalized people you know Mm -hmm. people of color um women if you're if you're maybe a a a male author specifically trying to write Mm -hmm. women and not having one woman in the group who is supposed to be the representative of all womankind for example (laughs) these are these are definitely transferable tips that we're we're giving you here yeah definitely moving on to like i mean it all seems to flow into one but um kind of moving on from that and i think this one works hand in hand is don't be afraid to ask um like if you've got a couple of questions about like oh i'm writing this queer character and and, you know your friend identifies the same then maybe give ask them a couple of questions i think be mindful of don't just just keep bombarding them with questions um and making them feel like a bit like a test subject but 
yeah, a few questions and doing your research. I mean, I'd say research is a big thing for all writing. Um, Absolutely. But yeah. Um, yeah. A good way to go about that too, I think, is first ask, hey, I'm writing, you know, a bisexual character in my story. Would you, you know, would you be comfortable with or, or would you mind answering a couple of questions for me? Start off with that. Ask if they want yeah. to. Uh, most people probably will. Your friends will probably want to help you and be be glad to help out. But don't ask them in, in such a way where it it, it kind of comes off as you think that they owe you an explanation yeah. of, you know, of themselves or or owe you that type of work, because that is, you know, a favor that they'll be doing you. That'll be work that they're doing to to help mm. you out. Um, so just just ask first if if they'd be willing or comfortable. And I'm I'm sure a lot of people will say yes. And then I would say keep your questions, you know, ask a few pertinent questions and ask if, you know, if I follow up questions later, would you mind answering a few? And most people will probably say yes, but like Beth says, don't don't fall into the trap of texting your friend at two o'clock in the morning to you know say something like so do you think that like a bisexual person would do this or that like to try yeah. to keep it be be respectful ask the yeah. important questions don't go overboard but I think that you'll find that most of your friends would, would like to help you yeah and especially if you have like writing friends I mean I think that's um that's the dream isn't it like being able to like bounce ideas off of your writing friends so yeah, they'll probably be more up for like constant questions because they'll probably have their own. But yeah, it's just it's just about setting up, setting the boundaries, mm-hmm. um, and being respectful. I think that's the biggest absolutely tip for any asking any questions, even if it's not for writing. Um, and we have a podcast about that um, called "How to Support Your LGBTQIA Plus Loved Ones" that we kind of go into more detail. If you want to check that out. Um, repping more podcasts in this one um so yeah the next one is because we've kind of gone into like creating the characters it's uh how do we kind of create the queer spaces um i think this is such a big topic but let's try and uh give some broad tips um on like creating queer spaces in our books um do you want to go first or shall i go first you can go first I'll bounce off of you so my big one is you're creating a fictional world um, and it doesn't matter if the fictional world is a big fantasy world that you're creating from scratch or it's contemporary so it's happening in the modern day and you're taking from a real world or science fiction is a really big one too there's a lot of really great queer science fiction um which I would recommend to people to seek those out Mm -hmm. but I think it's very easy to fall in the trap of creating a world that where queer people are other so there might be homophobia or you still have um straight people as the norm I think I always say you're creating a fictional world so you can do whatever you want with this world um so if you want to make it an accepting queer space, then you don't necessarily have to have homophobia in it. Um, I, I hope I'm explaining this the best way possible. Um, but yeah, so don't just fall in the trap of making queer people other. They, it could, you can create this world where they're just as accepted as straight people. Um, 
And that's really, that's kind of an ideal thing to do if you're writing fantasy or science fiction, I think. Mm. I think that if you are writing in the real world, and it's supposed to be a you know, a realistic, real life type of setting, you I don't think that you can do that because it's it's not how real life really is. It's you don't want yeah. to erase that marginalization if you're doing that. But if you're doing fantasy or science fiction, that's a really great thing that you can mm -hmm. do is make it um we would call that a utopia, which yeah. means it's an ideal. Um, but also it's not a bad thing if you are mm. writing fantasy or science fiction and what you really want to do is explore things like homophobia or transphobia or or you know struggles of queer people you can still do that that's it's we're not saying that that's a bad thing you can absolutely do that because a lot of times fantasy and science fiction is a really great way to reflect on real problems that people face today just in a different sort of setting yeah. And so we're not saying that it's bad if you if you have a, this fantasy world and you really want to focus on um, how homophobia or how queer people can struggle in, in this fantasy world. That's absolutely fine. Um, but you also don't have to do that. You could go another direction and make a mm. utopia if, if you want to do that. And that's that's equally fine. Um, I think just yeah. know that you have options there. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I think I'm it, I'm coming from a perspective of um it's just lovely to see um spaces that are queer accepting um especially in books it just brings me joy when i read them um am i allowed to I... give a, a book recommendation on this note yeah definitely so um becky chambers uh she wrote a quartet um it's called the Way wayfarers series um and the first one is called the long way to a small angry planet and it's basically about humanity way in the future left the the dying earth on ships and found a new solar system and have integrated into this new solar system with a, a bunch of different you know alien species you've sold and it's me very, already it's it's very 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 feminist and queer inclusive and it's it's so lovely it, it talks about you know real struggles and there's a lot of a lot of struggles with um ideas around like immigration and race um specifically but it's so absolutely 100 this it is this type of um utopian writing around mm. gender and sexuality and it feels like when you read it just slipping into a hot bath it's just so wonderful oh. and cozy and affirming in this really wonderful way i really really recommend it yeah, I love yeah, I love the sound of that book and I think that's kind of what I'm explaining and like when I was saying even in contemporary worlds you you don't have to have a homophobia what you were saying Katia and you're about that's the world we live in and and it exists. I think you're completely right. There is absolutely ways as well though to do like you were saying this contemporary world but having it be a safe space and the way that you can do that is having a family or a friend group that's very accepting and affirming the thing that you can't mm. do is pretend that homophobia doesn't exist in the world because yeah. that's not realistic but what you can do is create a very supportive open affirming space within that world where your queer characters are very accepted and feel very safe mm. that's absolutely wonderful um yeah and that's that's a really great way to do that as long as you're not 
making it seem like homophobia is is you know gone yeah you can't yeah, change the exactly. outside world but you can change the the little inside world that you've created oh that's an that's an excellent tip i think amazing um that kind of moves us on to another stereotype that queer people kind of get put in a box in in any kind of media is that um a lot of queer characters tend to get killed off um early on or they don't get a happy ending um and i was trying to explain this to my mum a few weeks back and i don't feel like i was tr- explaining it properly so katiana might have to take over at some point um but when you constantly kill off like gay characters or queer characters um you're sending this message that that people in the lgbtqia plus community don't get happy endings and because there's a lot of struggles attached to being queer for a lot of young people that message can kind of hammer home what they're already thinking about themselves and it can be a bit it can be just be a bit sad to see your face so you finally got a representation of you in tv or in books and it's amazing and you finally see yourself in someone and then they get killed off at the end and it always keeps happening it can be kind of disheartening i guess um so my tip is please unless there's a very valid reason give give your queer character a happy ending did i explain that properly yes and i'm going to add to that by explaining that this is um this is actually part of a really long history in literature in general in which Mm. othered people aren't they are not allowed to have happy endings and it kind of connects it goes back to there used to be laws that certain types of characters were not allowed to have happy endings because it was considered like indecent material published Mm -hmm. material so like women characters who leave their husbands or have an affair are not allowed to have a happy ending because Mm -hmm. it's it it just wasn't considered proper yeah and there's a really long history of this and um patricia highsmith wrote the novel carol which was either the first or one of the first books in which the queer characters had a happy ending and she had to publish that book under a different name because it was so controversial and this would have been in like the 50s or the 60s Mm. when this came out and it was huge there was a huge huge outcry because it was one of the very first novels in which the two queer characters have a happy ending and on top of it a woman leaves her husband for another woman and there's a big outcry and she wasn't able to actually publish it under her own name until i think the 90s um wow republish it yeah it's really really big deal um and so there's a really long history of this it's not just something that happens sometimes this is a well-documented literary scholars can tell you that this is a very well-documented problem and when you kill off your queer characters you're adding to that problem you're 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 it's it becomes a moral judgment that these Mm. types of people are not allowed to have happy endings so be really really careful about killing off queer characters and other types of marginalized people as well because when you do that you're you're contributing to kind of a really big type of oppression so be very careful about how you do that yeah and this is why katiana is our resident writing expert because she has all the amazing uh facts to back up what i keep saying so thank you 
Um, is there anything else that we want to add into that? I think just saying that we've thrown a lot of information at you, I think, and mm. a lot of it might seem a little bit contradictory. We're saying, you know, <laughs> don't make somebody too queer, but don't make them like not queer enough. And it, it really is just a balancing act and you'll find your way. Just, just the biggest thing that we can tell you, I think, is to just remember that queer people are normal people. And as long yeah. as you're making sure that you're writing just a normal well-rounded person who has likes and dislikes and you know good parts of their personality and their own faults and flaws um you're, you're probably gonna do okay yeah and I think it goes hand in hand with a lot of other writing tips that we give is that there's no right way to write um and and the same is said for there's no right way to create any kind of character or any kind of world it's just remembering that yeah but yeah, it's a really complex, writing is a complex skill and it's, and I think we've kind of gone over that in our previous Create and Writing podcasts. Um, so yeah, the, we're throwing a lot of information, but yeah, just kind of take it, and, take it as it is. Yeah. And writing is always a process. I've struggled to, mm -hmm. one of my, my main character in my novel is bisexual and it took a really long time for me to to get a healthy balance of her bisexuality and I am bisexual do you know what I mean like it's just it's we're all process. struggling together exactly yeah so create these amazing queer characters um and yeah we're excited to 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 see what people come up with absolutely um Katia Anya will be having a uh, pride creative writing challenge coming up soon so keep an eye out for that on the cube site um and also keep an eye out for some of the amazing uh pride content that we're going to have on the magazine um and remember if you need to talk to someone about anything surrounding this episode you can send our wonderful team a message or join our anonymous chat queue during opening hours which are monday to friday 12 till 10 p.m and saturday sunday 6 till 10 p.m or if you're looking for help with writing, why not head over to our discussion boards and chat to some other users going through similar journeys um, and have like a little club of writing together. I think that would be really cool. Um, and lastly, make sure to take care of yourselves and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.